serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Wednesday, 16th of March, National Panda Day. It is National Panda. I love how you lead with this. I love Panda. National Panda. What do you do on National Panda Day? They taste so good. Stop it. Oh, Oh, gosh. You've never had a panda? You know what it tastes like? Unicorn. Oh, goodness. (laughs) I'm Gatos. He's Chad. And uh, Becky Lynn is in the news center. Uh, I'm just a regular guy, right? I'm a man of the people, Chad. You I'm are a man of I'm the people. I'm approachable, right, yeah. Becky Lynn? People so care. So approachable. I oh. have a question. I'm not an expert on gasoline prices. I'm not an expert on crude oil. I'm not an expert on drilling, okay? I'm an average American ready to a- just ask this question. Because as I said yesterday, to my gas tank, if you were to look at my gas tank, uh, half full is now the new empty. Is that what we said? Yeah. Okay, so I'm filling up at half because it makes me feel like I'm spending less money. So as soon as my gas tank hits half, I'm basically, in my mind, empty. Well, that sounded weird. <laughs> Get that on tape. Ah, ah. All right. So here's my question. Oil prices. Remember when they, just a, a week or two ago... Topped $130 a a barrel? Yes. Okay. They have now dropped off a cliff. Thank you, COVID in China. Is that why? All right, hold on to that. I want you to hold on to that. The price of of, of crude has now dropped, I think it's $95. Yes, now 98 98 bucks right now trading overnight. 130 a few weeks ago, falls off the cliff, now it's 98 bucks. So I look at the gas pump. Average prices, this is uh, terrific news. Average prices have fallen from 433 a gallon to 432. Yeah. A cent. Every Hold on penny a minute. Counts. No, it doesn't. Not every penny counts. <laughs> I want I want I want a I want to I want to pay less for gas. Yes. So I'm just asking the question. Average guy, right? If 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 oil is not 130 anymore. And it's under a hundred. Why am I still paying four to five dollars a gallon? You'll, Everybody wants to know this. You'll pay less next week than now. It's a lagging indicator. Remember, it's kind of like COVID, right? Remember when COVID hit spikes and we were like, well, we don't really see a lot of things happening. Then hospitalizations would start to go up and stuff. So you're probably, uh, we're probably uh, six days or so, five days out from seeing lower prices. And, and then you'll, and again, if it spikes again next week, they may not rise, but the following week we'd see, you know, spikes in the oil price. So you've got it because they're buying oil now at ninety eight, and then they're refining. When they bought it at a buck thirty, so they, we're still paying for the buck thirty. Yeah, no, I don't like that. We need uh, to change the rules. Oh well, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't, uh, I can't fix. Okay, it. the White House plus refining has gone up. People don't talk about that. It's no. not like oil comes at a inside of a already made gas. They have to refine it here, and we get most of our oil. From California. Well, guess what happens there? They have special blends. It costs more because you know they're saving the the wee willy winky worm and like a like a salmon that's almost dead or you know right, that's their right. craziness. But the White House says it's someone's fault. Oh, peppermint patty did. Yeah. Uh, so Jen Psaki is the White House spokesperson. When oil was at this level one month ago, the average cost of a gallon of gasoline was $3.49. And yet now the average cost of gas is $4.32. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, that doesn't pass the smell test. 
When it comes to oil and gas prices, many accept that gas prices rise quickly but fall slowly. The so-called rockets and feathers phenomenon. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it, it rises. Do we need to know it, what it, it is? Basically, you know, the way it rises and the way it falls. You know, it goes up really fast and then it comes Have you heard of that rockets and feathers, slow. Becky? Never Lynn? heard of that, but yeah. I pretty much... Like a rocket goes in the air and the feather flies down. But President Biden rejects that. Americans deserve relief and fast as oil prices fall. Retail gasoline prices are updated at least daily. And if gas retailers' costs are going down, they need to immediately pass those savings on to consumers. There it is. So... The White House sounds to, sounds like, to me, is blaming the gas stations. Yeah, they're blaming the gas stations. All right. Now, I don't know if that's the right thing to do, but I'm fine with blaming somebody if my gasoline is going to get, if the price is going to get dropped. So let's ask the question. Is it, if if price of, uh, a barrel of crude was 130, not even near that now, it's 98 degrees. Sorry, 98, that's a ban. $98, right? It fell off a cliff. So... Shouldn't the gas stations who, you know, they can name their own price. They can't. But remember, why don't they lower the price? Because they've already so they buy in advance. I'm buying X amount of gas in advance. And not like somebody rolls up that day and go, hey, man, I got some great gas for you. Unless, of course, it was stolen. So they're buying (laughs) in advance and they're paying in advance for something that might have been at that time, uh, you know, four dollars a gallon. And we're going to give you. It sounds like an excuse to me. What do you mean? It sounds like an excuse to not lower your gas prices. Because you can still make money, but you can lower the gas prices a little bit. You can still make plenty of money, right, if you're the gas station. No? Yeah, but I'm I'm selling you something that I paid $4 for, and maybe I'm making $0.15 cents on it. We got to... And you got to think about this too. Every state's different because of taxes, right? California's taxes are almost a dollar. That's why they're a dollar more expensive. Uh, every, cities are more expensive depending on where you get charged. Rent is your city charged? Because I still paying four forty nine where I am. It's four ninety five off the freeway here. I mean, why? Because I live in Pinal County, Valley of the Dirt people. I mean, they, they just they probably didn't have a permit to put up a gas station huh. out where I am. The price of a barrel of U.S. crude oil has now fallen below $97. All right. Usually this would mean downward pressure on gasoline. That's what I thought. Which affects other consumer prices. Uh-huh. A report finds wholesale inflation in the U.S. shot up 10% last month compared to last year, but it isn't accelerating. And producer prices were 10% higher in February compared to a year ago, but the rate is also basically the same as January. If you see with gas prices, though... Isn't it the Russian invasion of Ukraine last month? It caused all this uncertainty out there. That stoked and, fear of where are we going to find right. extra once we cut cut it off, and and what happens is people start freaking out, so they start purchasing things, and the marketplace itself, a lot of speculators jumped in because there was opportunities there, so that drove some of the market too. But then we had a slowdown because. China right now shut down part of their country to the tune of potentially 100 million people aren't going to be working okay. in very busy, busy places. You mentioned that at the beginning of the segment. We were talking about why has oil, you know, crude, why has it gone from 130 to 97 uh, bucks or something like that? And you said something about COVID and, and, and China. Yeah, because they have a zero COVID policy. So they've yes. had like a thousand cases. So now it's up to 3,000. So they shut Right now, it's 51 million people. By the end of the week, it could be 100 million people that will be staying at home like they did at Wuhan. So they have a spike in China, and everybody has been 
put in their house. And yeah. not, all right, so why does that affect my gasoline? Well, demand. They're not going to be needing as much. They're not going to be chasing. It wasn't just Russian oil. They buy oil from everybody. Well, if you're not chasing oil like that, you've had UAE is is starting to loosen so things my up. So my gas price at the pump depends on what the Chinese government does with COVID. I know, but that sounds insane, man. No, but it's but it's here's but the thing. it sounds insane. We, you think we're going and buying from the guy down the street? We buy oil on from a everywhere. completely open market. Yeah, I get so it. So the open market is hey, there's you know fifty million barrels, and there may be one day only forty million barrels needed that day. So the market's going to go down. If the next day sixty million barrels are produced, but seventy million barrels are needed, the marketplace itself is going to there's going to be a run on that. Plus, Africa has said that we think we can make up whatever that is coming uh, out of the market because of Russia. What does, that, what does that mean? Well, they're going to add, because they've got oil there, too. And, you know, we haven't plundered it along with everybody else. Mm. And so they believe that uh, they can make a lot of it up. Places like Chad, baby, coming to the rescue. Very Finally, nice. My country's been really <laughs> lagging in a lot <laughs> yeah, of things. Your except country. For, except for 70s names. <laughs> All right. So should I I used take... to call Chad every night when I lived in Europe and ask him if they had a message for me. Oh, for crying out loud, you did not. <laughs> I did, too. We call the campus. Hey, it's Chad. Uh, uh, you guys got a message for me? You got a message? Nobody ever leaves a message. So gas prices should be dropping in the next few weeks then. Yeah, yeah. You'll see them come down. All right. So I'm taking this as good news, even though I'm frustrated. Yeah, you're frustrated now because you want it to come down today. You yeah. want it in real time. It's not going to happen in real time. Coming up next, uh, is Ukraine experiencing 9-11 every single day? We're going to talk about it. The Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Weather's getting warmer. Becky at the top of the hour, it's getting warmer. 87, my goodness, beautiful. KTR and Fulton Homes reminding you that two seconds too long, take your eyes off. Kids around water for life-saving water safety tips. Enter win swim lessons from the YMCA. Text swim the 620-620. Did you watch it today? I did. That was something to see, and I wonder if those of you who are listening also caught some of it, because... Um, a master stroke guy, of brilliance. This guy's good. Uh, JFK, Reagan-esque, from a bunker on a cell phone. Absolute brilliant. The guy is is otherworldly. You know, when he spoke to the Brits... Zelensky. Zelensky invoked Churchill, you know, like the, the great the, the great speech. We'll fight on the shores. We'll fight. He did the same thing. We're going to fight in our homes. We're going to fight on our streets. Uh, yesterday, when he spoke to uh, to uh, the the Canadians, he addressed Trudeau not as prime minister. He said, Justin, imagine your family being held hostage at an airport. And he he knows how to hit every single thing. And today, absolutely the best of all of them. He started in the Ukrainian. He addressed but, Congress. So here he is addressing both houses. And when he goes to address Congress, he starts in, in the, his native tongue. Then it goes dark. And then the video, which is so tough to watch. Uh, you see dead children. You see bombs hitting buildings in Ukraine. Uh, it was, uh, it, and you know, watching it, it I didn't want to watch it, but you have to, you have to watch it because you have to know what's going on in the world. Sprinkled in too with like little kids in America running with flags, American flag. I mean, right. it was. And then, and then there are kids that are uh, bleeding, and yes. then there are kids that are in the hospital, and then there are kids that are walking. Remember the 11 year old oh, we talked about that 600 was 600 miles he walked? He walked 600 miles, no one around him, crying the whole way. I don't know where his parents are. 
uh, from Ukraine walking in over the border to Poland. They showed that kid. So, yeah, the video was intense. It was uh, it was terribly sad. It just shows you what Russia is doing. They're monsters. Uh, they're killing people for no reason whatsoever. And uh, President Zelensky was masterful in his talk to Congress. And at the end of the day, did he get anything? Yeah, and we'll, we'll touch on that. But he also did something that's brilliant. He reminded us, hey, guys, you were attacked on 9-11. You guys were attacked on December 7th. You guys were attacked yeah. in ways that you could not believe. And you guys rose up to fight and then when it comes back from the video Mm. there was nothing to be translated and he went to english because he speaks english and it was brilliant the president biden you are the leader of the nation of your great nation i wish you to be the leader of the world being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. Ooh. And he crushed it. And yeah, he got some stuff. He didn't get what he wanted, which is the no-fly zone. And he tried now to, to take the angle. Hey, how about we do a humanitarian? It can't what, is, what does that mean, a humanitarian? The, nothing. It's just basically another way of saying, could you guys you know, uh, protect the people they're trying to escape? It, 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 we, we can't do that. But what we can do is give them a lot of stuff. That is dangerous. Millions rounds of ammo. Uh, we're going to be giving him. I got the rundown if you want it. We're gonna we're gonna give him the eight hundred like, anti aircraft systems, nine thousand anti armor systems, seven thousand small arms like shotguns and grenade launchers, yep. uh, drones, other military equipment. We're going to be giving him the uh, what, the kamikaze or the ninja. Remember when we killed Soleimani and and they dropped that thing? Was that when Trump? Yeah, and it's that thing. The Iranian, that once the, it goes through, it spins like a ninja stuff the, of the, sorts. Was yeah. it the Iranian terrorist mm-hmm. right yeah. into his car? Uh, and the javelins and stuff. And when I talked to Mike Lyons, our, our military expert, you know, he said some of the stuff they want is so complicated. You're not going to flip the switch. Mids, planes, yeah. yeah. These things is what you need is down and dirty and nasty where it's a it's 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 simple stupid. You put it this thing here, you pull this, you point, you shoot, and then you throw it away. And that's what he needs. Yeah. I I don't know what's going to happen in Ukraine. I think everybody it's 21 days in. I think a lot of people are like, "Wow, the people in Ukraine are they're badass, man." I mean, I don't know how else they're, to say yeah. it. They are tough. They took the fight to them today. They did. That's did you what, see that? They took the fight to them. They're, they're like, like hey, let's they're go. the Russians. Let's go get let's them. Let's go get them. No, I don't want to play defense anymore. Let's go get them. No, and it's and amazing. What some people are saying is they're trying now to sur- kind of do a pincer move and cut off any supply so those people close to are going to run out of ammo, food, and options. You know, the Russians might not win this one. No, they might not. We thought that they were, uh, you know, you look at it, they're like, oh my gosh. They've got so many people. They've got so many tanks. They've got this. And you know what? They're not winning. But, you know, it's the... I don't know if anyone's going to win, but they're not winning. Well, it's the three is to one was the great uh, uh, Napoleon quote. Essentially, you keep your people happy. You give them a reason to fight and all of these things, and they will fight as, as three is to one, meaning for every one of them, uh, you will act as three. And that's just it. The, it's much different when you're defending your life and your home and yeah. you're 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 fighting for There's something. There's a buy-in there. Absolutely. That is as big as it gets. I mean, in a stupid way. There's a reason home court advantage or home field advantage yeah. or the Olympics, you've teams that are, don't do well at home, right. they they win gold medals you never thought they would win because there is something about that. Well, you can also look at Afghanistan. We were 100%. there for 20 years. 
We were there for 20 years. More people, right? The Russians have lost more people than America had. What I saw this in all the wars: Afghanistan, Iraq, Iraq, and uh, uh, the the first Desert Storm. Think about that. In those days, how many? Twenty days. Twenty days. Yeah. At this point, they're killing five hundred to a thousand soldiers a day. Yeah, but a lot of kids in Ukraine are getting killed, and moms and dads, and it's just, it's so awful. It is. And at the end of the day, you've got to ask, are we doing enough? Because I think a lot of us would be like, you know... Yeah, let's let's go in and wipe out Russia. It's just not we that simple. We all want to do that. It's, it's just not, not that, simple. that simple. There's so many there's so many bad options that the president faces and he's got to make the best of a bad situation. And he's got to stay strong cuz we cannot have the no fly cuz we can't be dragged into something where no. eventually boots get on the ground, right. planes are in the air and nuclear powers are staring at each other. So far, Ukraine is holding its own. Let's keep giving them as much ammo and all that stuff as possible. Uh but I'll tell you Zelensky, uh he's as he is as impressive a leader as I've ever seen in my life. I think we know who the time person of the year is going to be this year. I think yeah. that's, uh, that's been solved. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll get back into Ukraine and Russia and, uh, and it, just an incredible, it was more of a plea than a speech um, from Zelensky to the United States Congress. Uh, coming up next, is it ever okay? To send your friends a bill after you host a dinner party. This is like some new fad that is out there. Talk about it next. Gatos and Chat Show. Arizona's news station. KTAR News 92.3 FM. Serious news. Seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Gatos and Chad Show has a podcast. You're going to love it. It's called the Gatos and Chad Show podcast. Your iPhone, your Android, you go, you subscribe, you win. Basically nothing, but you get the podcast for free. Brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams over to East Valley. Get the most selling your home for cash. Go to highestprice.com. Highestprice.com. So uh, there's... A little etiquette we need to take care of and try and figure out if this is really something that is going on in our world that is new. It's called, well, for of course, the dinner party. All right? You have some no, people, people have over. Had dinner parties for a long time. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, there's a twist, though, that's new, and it's this new fad that is out there. And I want to see if this is this. I want to see if this this flies. All right. So, uh, Becky Lynn. Okay. You have uh, you have uh, some friends, and you say, you know what? Uh, Good for you, Becky. You know what? We want to have, have a, a dinner party. Let's invite. Let's invite two or three couples over, and you know, we're either going to have dinner brought in, or you're going to cook, or your husband's going to cook. You get the house all ready, right? Got a nice dining room table. And you know you you're ready to eat. You have some beverages. It's all good, right? You're yeah, having right. a great dinner party. Sounds fun. Okay. The new fad, apparently, in dinner parties that is taking place in America, is you will ask your friends to split the cost with you. They come to your house. You provide all the food and the drinks and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, you're probably paying a pretty Pretty nice penny for some of that stuff, especially if you're going to feed, you know, two, three couples. And then there's now this debate that the dinner party hosts are now asking guests to split the costs. Hmm. No. No. Okay. Question. Question. Is this uh, you? You have no doubt been to a potluck, right? Yes. And so you ask people to bring the food. Correct. Okay. Potluck is pretty good because everybody has to bring something. Yes. And then if you're the host of it, really what you're doing is you're having it at your house and maybe doing the main 
they, maybe maybe spending a little bit more. Now, yeah. did you invite people, or is everybody just sitting around one night going, "Hey, let's get together"? See, okay, now I could see this, especially if you're younger. I could see, "Hey, let's get together and have a dinner party." Then do a potluck. Don't do a dinner party. Well, listen, no, no, okay. no. If you all have discussed it ahead of time, and everybody goes, "Let's order in," blah blah blah, or "Let's do this." Well. I can't afford that. Say you're a college student or just out of college and you got right. your first job. You don't have enough money to have a huge dinner party. So as long as everyone's on the page with it and they're good, then I see no problem. No surprises. No surprises. But you don't invite people over and then when it's over, yeah. say, oh, by the way, you or can s- Venmo me. Yeah, send them a yeah. bill. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Venmo me. That's what people are saying. Venmo me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so this one guy is saying he got invited to someone's place for dinner, and they charged me for it. This is weird, right? And so ah. these dinner, these food critics are are getting into it. They're just everyday people that are getting into it, and they're like, you know, how much should you, you charge for the plate that is in front of someone at your house? And I'm just like, you, you got to go old school on this. If you're the host, and you're inviting people over for dinner, and it's not a potluck. That's not di- that's not the, no. a dinner party is a dinner party. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going. That ba- basically means if I'm going to a dinner party, I'm going to bring some wine. I'm getting a free dinner. Yeah, that's right. what well, I'm that's thinking. what yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, like maybe you're having a barbecue and everybody's like, "Hey, dude, I'll bring some steaks. You bring some steaks. We'll have some." So, I, but if I'm if somebody invites me to their house for dinner, my assumption is I'm not paying. Because <laughs> no offense, bro, you're not a good cook. It's your life. <laughs> so I don't want to come to your house. That's what I used to ask. That's what I ask my wife now. Hey, we're going to this party. Is this one of those things where I have to eat before? Because there's going to be a bunch of food there I don't like. <laughs> In your case, that's always yes, always. right? Hey, like, no. Let me give no you guys you. another dilemma. Let me give you another dilemma. What about the dilemma of, and I just ran into this, uh, you know, recently. Like, you go out to dinner with three or four couples. Okay. Two, three, four, whatever, right? And you only have one bill, right? So, my buddy, I'm talking to my friend at dinner the other day. We all went to dinner on Saturday, and he looked at me and goes, you know I'm going to get screwed again. And I go, what do you, what oh, do you mean? Oh, they all break it up equally? <laughs> somebody <laughs> drinks a million drinks, and somebody else See, doesn't drink any, and then my you end friend, up paying for it. My friend does not drink yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Right? He doesn't drink alcohol. So, you know, when you go out with three or four, you know, couples, you know, most people are going to have at least, a, you know, a glass of wine or something like that, right? And that runs your bill up faster than anything. This is where I got the bad pour the yes, other day. Yes, yes. Remember I told you? Oh. Uh, shrinkflation. I, got, I ordered a glass of wine, and I got maybe maybe a third of a glass. It was a, it was horse crap. It was, it was horrible, right? And I paid like 12 bucks for it. But my buddy was telling me, he goes, I'm going to get screwed. And I go, why? He goes, we're going to split the bill evenly around, you know, with, with the four, four couples. And I haven't had one drink. And I go, you know what? You're right. You totally get hosed. Yeah. 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 All right, so what do you do there? There's a dilemma right there. Because a lot of places, I'll tell you, they will not split the bill up. I... There are places that won't do it. It infuriates me when people are trying to go. Okay, you and then and then and, and they, I just give me the thing. I'm gonna pay. It. Just, leave me right. alone. You don't want to break it down and no. say, "Hey, what did no. you have?" And so, but, but to break it down evenly is the easiest thing to do. But my friend always gets screwed. Here's here's two possibilities. Number one, you just suck it up and say that part of it that I had to pay extra is just part of the good time. That's right. Because we're all we all went out, and I just I just knew you just have to you just go with that. <laughs> yeah. But second, if these are all your good friends and you. And you always say they are. They're your group you, you run mm, with. Right. So just point it out. Just say, hey, guys, he always gets stuck paying for our drinks. Let's knock $30 yeah. off his part of the bill. No, yeah. but I think it's funny. <laughs> you think it's funny? Oh, you oh, want him to get hilarious. stuck with it? Sure. 
Guys like to screw each other the wall. Uh, That's what buddies do. do. You're do. the problem, guys. I know I'm the I problem. just pick. Everybody always knows, like, oh, Chad's going to pay, right? Like, and I just and you do. just pick it up? Yeah, I don't care. I mean, I don't. we're hanging out. I invited you, right? The last like, time we all went out, I had to pick the bill up. Do you remember that, wise man, Pablo? I had to pick the bill up. Yeah. I was going to say, you, what you should do is just go around. <laughs> yeah, who, who can grab their wallet All of them said, and... no, Steve, why did you say it? No, you don't remember Where that. was that? Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. I, I could be making it up. Oh, it's the end of the segment? Okay. <laughs> that's, uh, that's amazing. Coming up next. Hey, money just got more expensive. How does money get more expensive? Well, we're going to explain it next, and we're going to tell you how it's going to affect you. It's the Gatos and Chat Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. The Federal Reserve today is expected to begin hiking interest rates for the first time since the pandemic. They will start by hiking them a quarter percent. And what that ultimately means is that you'll pay more money on borrowing money, everything from a new mortgage to a new car loan to your credit cards. This is meant to slow things down, to slow down our spending in an effort to stabilize prices. All right, so the Fed has gone ahead and done that. Money just got more expensive. Let's explain this. Uh, well, I'm not going to explain it. <laughs> Our next guest is Valley Economist, Elliot Pollack, CEO of Elliot D. Pollack & Company. All right, Elliot, uh, spoon feed this to us, please. What does this mean, uh, the Fed hike? What does it mean for the average, everyday Arizonan? Okay, it means two things. First, it means, as you said, anything they borrow will be more expensive. The major, the biggest thing is obviously if you're going to buy a house or you're going to refinance your house, you're going to pay more money and that will cost you more per month. Your credit card, yeah, it'll cost you a little more there. Car loans will cost more. And you hit the nail on the head. The idea is people will be paying more, so they're going to buy a little less. Uh, And the the second thing the Fed's going to do is continue this. They, they're going to, uh, they, their intent is to continue to raise rates. And that's what worried the market before with everything that's going on in the world, with the cost of oil and the cost of food going up so rapidly and the, the risk of, of war. They were one, they, the, the uh, um, business community was worried that the Fed would actually not do what they need to do. And that is tighten things up because inflation is out of control. People have a lot of money because of the money they got during the pandemic. Uh, there, there is a, a lot of liquidity in the system that has to be drained out. And uh, this takes time. And people were worried that the Fed would actually um, take everything that's gone on in the world as an excuse not to do what they need to do to fight inflation. They didn't do that. And the, the, they, they signaled that they're going to go ahead and raise rates and uh, they'll raise rates until they see the the results they need which is hey things are slowing down and uh, people are buying a little less and with based on that we think inflation will start to decline hmm. hey elliot they looked uh, they said they may raise it as much as uh, six more times and again they're they're also doing something that you know raising rates like this at a time like this is we've never had too many things in our our past where we've been so intertwined with the world where you've got supply chains now you got potential of a world war and all of these things did they maybe wait a little long to 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 do this well, how about we've never been in this situation? There you go. Okay? Uh, uh, and the answer is 
most people believe they did wait too long and they're way behind the curve and they've got a bunch of catching up to do because not only did they pour tons of liquidity into the into the system uh, uh, once COVID hit and the, the economy was closed down by government, but they basically pushed rates down to zero and kept them there for an extended period of time, even though consumers were awash with cash and business was awash with cash. And now they have to both drain liquidity and increase interest rates at the same time, and they have to do that without causing a major recession, but doing it enough so that they're fighting inflation. And does anybody know how to do this? No, not really. It's never been done before. This is all touchy-feely. Hmm. You're, you hit the nail on the head. That th- this, is not, this is not out of the, the playbook. This is, this is a new playbook. So the bottom line is that, that the, the uh, business community and the stock market are going to be watching this very carefully to see that they continue to do things that would normally lower the rate of inflation. But if it gets too out of control, they, they, they're going to worry about a recession being too deep. So this is, as I said, this is not out of the typical playbook. They, they know what to do, but they don't know how much to apply at any one time. And world events just make it tougher. Supply chain issues, war issues, um, uh, the, the fact that the U.S. economy, uh, especially the, the uh, U.S. government now has uh, added about $5 trillion to the amount of debt they have, mm. and yet they're still spending like drunken sailors. Um, these things worry the marketplace because ultimately that will affect the U.S.'s ability to be the world's reserve currency. And that gives them a lot of, I won't go into detail, let's just say it gives them a lot of latitude in things they normally wouldn't have latitude with. we got about 30 seconds here. Uh, chances of recession this year, uh, because I think people are worried now that they may not get it right. Is there is there a much better chance for a recession this year? Well, uh, virtually every uh, major um, forecaster has reduced their estimate of growth this year. About a third of them are saying there'll be a recession in the second half of this year. Some are saying there'll be a, re- a recession in the first half of next year. But most believe that if, if the, the Fed starts to see recession, they're going to ease up on things. The last thing they want in the current environment is a severe economic downturn. And I think they're going to do everything they can to avoid that. All right. Elliot Pollock, Valley Economist. Always good to talk to you. Thanks for uh, explaining all that. Appreciate it. Yeah. So it's interesting, Chad. It's like the Fed is actually trying to slow the economy down to a more... Because it's so fast. Sustainable pace, right? Yeah, it's at a point where it could come off the rails at any time, so you're trying to control it. Wow. All right. Talk more about it as the show goes. Coming up next, he died at the border, and apparently it's America's fault. We'll try and explain this one coming up, the Gatos and Chad Show.